Today on CityCast Philly, how about them Eagles? The game was Sunday, but a win over the Dallas Cowboys? Oh, that feeling could never get old. Yes, I am a fan, and so is our sports contributor, who's here to chat with me about what makes a Philly sports fan so special. It's Thursday, October 20th, 2022. I'm Trinae Nari, and this is CityCast Philly. CityCast Philly sports contributor John Barchard is the host of Bell and the Birdman podcast, and he and the team uh, talk about all things Eagles. John, we're winning. We're winning. And it's never going <laughs> to stop, Trinae. It's never going to stop. At least that's what we think over here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the Phillies are doing good. The Flyers, the Union. I got to go to one of those games. But John, how about those Oof, Eagles? Oh, my goodness. I don't think... I mean, me and my uh, good uh, friend uh, Vince Quinn, who uh, co-hosts the show with me, and of course Taylor Credatus, all think that you know they've exceeded our expectations. And we were talking about twelve and five, and Jalen Hurts being in an MVP conversation, and you know Vince Quinn had this crazy idea that they might go fifteen and two because their schedule's kind of like weak and stuff like that. And so far, so good. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, it's a, it's exciting. And as you said, the Phillies are coming off of. Uh, a major, you know, wild card series here into the NLDS, and now they're like one step away from the World Series. The Union are in the playoffs, and I guess the Flyers will wake us up whenever they have something to talk about. So, yes, it's a very exciting time right now. John, it felt like Christmas morning beating those Cowboys. You know what I mean? And I had to remind myself that, oh, I can't scream too much because I actually need my voice to make money. So um, <laughs> how's, how are you guys feeling uh, uh, over there? Well, first of all, that's why you're smarter than me, because I blew out my voice on Monday night. So, And it's just, that's what the energy is. It's just too exciting. Like, the fact that it's a rival coming in with a good record. And, I, Trinae, I didn't even know this. Like, this was the first time in Eagles-Dallas history that they had the most wins between, like, both teams. That They've never been this, quote, good before. But, obviously, we found out Cowboys aren't that good, because, you know, the Eagles pretty much mopped the floor with them, and they weren't doing that much. And that's what I think is crazy right now. If you're just turning into the Eagles and watching the NFL over the last six weeks, the Eagles are so far and above with their talent, they haven't even played their best game yet. So that's why it's, like, mm. super exciting because you're going, you know, there are some people, I won't mention who, wanted people like Russell Wilson, who plays for the Denver Broncos. It was a big major trade in the offseason, and they're two and four, and they're looking disastrous. So the yeah. fact that Jalen Hurts and Brady and too, I, which you know exactly, he's got some, he's got some issues down in uh, was that Tampa? Yes, Park? yeah, <laughs> he's got a lot of issues in Tampa Bay. So uh, that's good. That makes me smile because you know teams like Tampa Bay embarrassed this team in the playoffs last year, and this is a good reminder of kind of the revenge tour. And I think our good friend Jalen Hurts feels that too. So. This team's dynamic. It's got a lot of energy. It's going crazy. I feel like it's a party every time that they go out and play, and it has been. And all the things we talked about up front, I think, are helping that, too. I love it. And I, I'm i actually like really proud of our coaching staff as well. Have you heard the joke about uh, Sirianni and like how he just looks like a guy from South Philly? <laughs> just like <laughs> This big, massive, little, tiny handsome meatball right like it's just like <laughs> i think that's why we love him so much and i don't trinae do you remember uh 
way, way back. Do you mind if I said Dick Vermeil, you know who that is? Nah, I I, I came in like um, Andy Reid, uh, Chip Kelly, Doug Peterson. So I, I'm. Yeah. No, I that, that no, that's <laughs> to, and you got the you got the goods like the, you know and not to say that Dick Vermeil didn't have the goods either but like uh do you remember like Invincible that whole movie the Vince Papali thing like oh we're going to turn this oh, thing around right, so right. he was one of the first coaches right. to have that kind of personality that we're seeing now with Nick Sirianni like there's this dude from he's got this California attitude with this with this New York mouth you know <laughs> or whatever like very yeah. relaxed but at the same time like hey okay. don't mess around because Trinay did you see that on the sideline towards the end he was saying a lot of expletives and saying basically don't mess with my yeah. team or I'm going to come get you and by the way the game's over so we're 6 and 0 oh. and I was like whoa I think that's <laughs> what you're talking about right like I was I was in love after that I was like okay we're cool he's good uh <laughs> yeah so do you think like Philly fans are rubbing off on him I think he's kind of always that fiery, and we're getting to know that about okay. him, which kind of endears it to the city because uh, we yell like he does at the television. He's doing it at the referees. He's doing it at his own players, opposing players. So, yeah, it, it fits right into that. Um, and he knows how to pander to us. Trené, that's very important. Like, you know, he's wearing the proper T-shirts just like Bryce Harper's doing. He knew to wear the Fanatic shoes and all that stuff. So he gets it, and that's <laughs> what we like. He gets it. Speaking of Philly fans, John, can you describe the characteristics of a Philly fan? <laughs> uh, where do we start? Well, first of all, it's people that are passionate like you and me, Trine. I think that's where we start out first, and that's a very surface answer. But, like, got to take it very seriously. And it doesn't have to mean the football part. It just means whatever aspect you're telling me about the Eagles, you better be, like, the best of the best. Because it's not just people on the field. If you're recommending the shoes I need to wear for game day or the jacket that I need or, you know, hey, I found this really cool Mitchell and Ness hat, then, like, you need to be top, top. You know? And that's that's pretty <laughs> much everything uh, on how we evaluate whatever. I think we're the best fan base to evaluate if you're a superstar or not on the field. And that has been pretty true. Carson Wentz, we thought, was tried and true, in and out. The same with Ben Simmons. We're going to tell you if you stink or not. <laughs> You know, Joel Embiid is here for a reason. Jalen Hurts is here for a reason. Ben Simmons, Carson Wentz are not for a reason. So I think that's a big part of the characteristics. But overall, you know what's crazy? Just being themselves. When when you are being yourself, I think you can be a superstar in this fan base. And that's what I wrote in my notes. I said, we are the nicest people. Sometimes we're quiet, but when we turn the game on, we just get very passionate. And that's what you need. You need passion. And it's a mix of everything. There is apparently a guy that was able to run onto the field during the introductions of the Eagles. Just ran out like he was a part of the team. Oh, of no. course, they took him off the field and it was a thing. But, like, that right. stuff happens all the time. People jumping off of, like, very fancy hotel awnings during a Super Bowl run. Like, that's the type of people we are. It's And it's great. I love yeah. every single second of it. And unfortunately, we are the type of people, some of us, who will boo Santa? <laughs> and I had to tell the team about the infamous, what was the 1968 uh, Frank Olivo? I think I that's correct. And since your producers are new to the city, they got to get something straight here. First and foremost, the story's told wrong so much that it's it's grabbed onto national media and it's just like a line that everyone says. The, the original Santa ah. that was supposed to show up didn't because he was mm -hmm. drunk in the parking lot face down and like 
<laughs> Done. And this was supposed to be a big thing for the children of like, hey, Santa's coming. The Eagles, I believe, promoted it or somebody was promoting it that Santa's going to be there. So they just got this random kid off of the street because they didn't have an answer. And they're like, okay, here you go. And the Santa costume was so bad and all of it by the time that it got like, of course, the Eagles fans were going to boo. And on top of that, the team was not good. And I'm pretty sure they allowed uh, Jacqueline, uh, Jacqueline's black brandy in the stadiums at the time. So all of a combination of that, I'm not saying that Philadelphia is right. I'm just saying what they were presented was not what was advertised. And we are going to let you know <laughs> when something is not is false advertising. So that is the story right. that I know about Santa. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> OK, thank you for clearing that up for us. Tell me, John, you guys have been on the road. What have the fans been like at away games? What away games? That's my it's it is unbelievable how well this Eagles team just travels. And the fan base is so insane that uh, so far, I believe all three away games, quarterbacks have had to use what's called a silent count. And that means we're so loud that they can't even hear their own signals in their home stadium, which is absurd. Wow. That never happens in the yeah. NFL. <laughs> and so far, I think we have been successful for three quarterbacks having to go to the silent count, especially our old friend Carson Wentz down uh, playing football with the Washington Commanders. But I don't know if you saw this too. Uh, the last Arizona game, which I think was the most impressive, Nick Sirianni actually stopped everyone in the stands and said, you guys made the difference because they were stinking it up, let's be honest with you. It was a really tight. They they won on a missed field goal. So I think it was me, Vince Quinn, and Taylor Gradatis in the stands that magically pushed that thing to the right, and yeah. uh, head coach yeah. recognized that too. So I think it's just so amazing how how well this fan base travels. Thank you so much um, for your uh, hard work in that uh, play. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you much, very much, Trinity. Let's talk about the costumes. I'll go to a game when I, when I you know when I did go to games I would go with a t-shirt you know but people are coming out with costumes even the guy with the tattoos on his belly <laughs> what have you seen at these games Well uh, my co-host Vince Quinn is a big fan of costumes so much so that he shows up randomly and uh, and will surprise us with whatever's going on and uh, for Arizona specifically we'll stick there you know the Batman thing is very much in in fashion oh, right yes, now thank yes. you uh slay as we like to call him darius slay uh to for those that are not in the know uh the number one cornerback on the eagles just named all of uh you know the wide receivers batmans there's no robins on the team so now that's a theme um i have seen a lot of <laughs> wrestling themes go through like there is a group uh called the west coast bird gig that comes out with a title and like who's next they're they're on the trend i love that that's going on um what else is happening guys there's uh uh, the uh, Rob Rob, oh, Dumphy, Rob Dumphy, right? That's right, of course. Uh, yeah. uh I knew I've known Rob uh, since 2016 when he had like very little tattoos, and I think just like the fanatic on his belly. And uh, um, it's been amazing to see somebody like that. That's just been. I'm a diehard Philly sports fan that wants to get all tattooed up and and you know play some bets at Show the same time. Yeah, it's 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 great. Yeah, and yeah. we actually travel with. Probably one of the best fans of all time, the Philly sports guy, who you might have seen on Sunday Night Football, actually three or four times if you're watching the game. Wait, he was the guy next to the, the other guy, the other cowboy, right? Face painted. Yeah, we saw him a lot of <laughs> <Yeah>. times. <laughs> so that is Jamie, and uh, we love him dearly because... 
he is that hardcore guy that just says, you know what, I'm going to show up to every single game, every Eagles game, every Flyers game, like every single five for five through and through, and we think that's amazing. So um, hat tip to him and every super fan that does that, especially the Dallas fan that was next to him. He came to our tailgate. He was pretty nice. But there are some people who just want to jump on the bandwagon. Like, how do we feel about those fans who – just become fans uh, for the na- for the day, for the night. <laughs> <laughs> for the night, I don't want you a part of the train. But if if right. <laughs> my rule is always this. I don't think anyone has ever started their fandom on a sour note. Very rarely does that happen. Even if it's during a bad season, you're still a fan for a certain positive, optimistic thing. So if you want to join this bandwagon and be like, okay, I'm going to go join the 6-0 Eagles for the next lifetime, then, I, then one come all. Absolutely. Come on board. If, <laughs> and if we're inspiring some of the producers and they want to change their fandom, I will allow it. Absolutely. Come and be a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Our producer, Abby, is from the Bay Area and wanted to know what happens if, if things take a turn. I, mm, I'm, I can't believe I said it. <laughs> there is only one time that I truly remember things taking a dramatic turn after a, such a start like this. And there is this guy named Rich Kotite, right? And it was just this person that was basically here to hold a clipboard. And the guy before him, uh, Buddy Ryan, <laughs> built this fantastic defense and all this other stuff. And they won, I think, six or seven games in a row. And then they lost their last eight or nine. So I don't foresee that happening, oh, really. Yeah. But if mm-hmm. it does turn for any reason, if uh, Trené, our optimism is like so, so far down the road and – we end right. up six and eleven. Yeah, the, everyone's gonna be fired. <laughs> I don't like it'll be one of the worst collapses in the NFL of all time, and I think we will be <laughs> rightfully angry and throwing weird things at, at you know our televisions. So, are we doing the most when we win, or are we doing the most when we lose? Ooh, it's a good question. Uh, the most in terms of like, you know. Showing our true color. Passion. Oh man, when we're winning, yeah. no doubt about it. And and people like to point on like we're just so good at comebacks when we're losing. It's really hard to beat us. <laughs> you know, like no one's more self-loathing <laughs> and more optimistic at the same time. So you know when when things are bad, we'll check out and we'll tell you to be defensive about it. You know, to get ahead of it more or less. But when we're winning. I don't think there is any fan base that can touch us. And I know a lot of people point out like the Kansas City Chiefs or the Buffalo Bills, and we respect those fan bases immensely. But I don't think there's anyone willing to do the things that we're willing to do during a winning streak. And if you need uh, any evidence of that, I I really advise you to go look at all the clips from the Super Bowl party that was on Broad Street uh, hours after the Super Bowl happened. I just want us to be able to run on Broad Street one more time. <laughs> it's coming, Trené. One way or another. I, the oh, Eagles, one way or the another. Sixers, maybe the, the Phillies, Phillies are going to do it early for us. But I can't take credit for that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> City Cast Philly sports contributor John Barchard, thanks so much for being here. Thank you guys so much, Trené. It's awesome to talk to you as always, and we'll talk to you very soon. Be sure to check out John's podcast, Bell and the Birdmen, wherever you listen to CityCast Philly. And enjoy the bye week, y'all, because the Eagles are coming back on October 30th to face off against the Steelers. And it's a home game, so watch out, CityCast Pittsburgh. The birds are coming for you. And here's what else Philly's talking about. 
City Council has extended the Philadelphia Eviction Diversion Program, a pandemic-inspired program created as an alternative to landlord-tenant court. According to WHYY, this program has been credited with keeping thousands of residents in their homes over the last two years. The free program will remain in place through June 2024. Okay, Holy guacamole. Yes, it's your chance to whip up a ton of guacamole. According to the Inquirer, Sharing Access, a Philadelphia nonprofit that distributes surplus food, came across a bunch of avocados. They have 380,000 avocados to give away. Yes. So if you'd like to get some, go to FDR Park at 20th Street and Patterson Avenue in South Philadelphia, Thursday and Friday starting at 12 p.m. And finally, you can watch me at Philly Cam's Community Media Day tonight at 4 p.m. It's a part of their month-long People Power Media Festival, which highlights films, television, and radio programming created by independent media makers here in Philadelphia. So tune into Philly Cam TV at phillycam.org watch. And we'll have some other ways you can tune in. It's in our show notes. All right, we're getting through the week, y'all. If you enjoyed this episode of CityCast Philly, please share it on your social media. Share the link to your friend who you know is a Philly sports fan too. Rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. We're talking Eagles. We're talking Philly fandom. We're talking stereotypes. We're talking about Santa.